Good evening, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying safe. This is Dave here with another episode of Dave's Minute. And tonight, I just want to ask you something. I'll ask you a few questions, actually. Are you feeling un-American? Well, let me be the first to tell you. Right now, I feel very un-American. But what I'll do is explain what I mean. I'm not going to say Donald Trump is our reasoning for it. I'm not going to say Barack Obama is our reasoning for it. I'm not going to say anybody is our reasoning for it. But for me, America doesn't feel the way it used to feel. America feels lost, misdirected, if you will, um, confused. Because we've got a division between not only our leadership, but we've got a division among the people as well. We actually have got several divisions among the people, and some of them are combined. The leadership, Democrat, Republican, Biden, and Trump, if you will, they aren't getting along. Trump's not sharing the info that he needs to share with Biden, and... Trump is still protesting the election, and it doesn't appear, at least publicly, that he's making any effort to do his job as far as president. I did see something today where he haphazardly threw something at some drug prices, maybe. Uh, I didn't read a whole lot into that. I did see where he moved some money uh, that could be used to help the people and said to take it and we would do something else with it. Don't have any details on that. I didn't really read it all that close, but it was frustrating. It's frustrating to me to get up every day and see our leadership fighting. We've got riots in the streets. We've got this stuff with police officers going on where, you know, people are back in the blue, if you will. People are saying the police need to be defunded. You know, we've got riots going on in the street based on who wins elections, based on if somebody gets arrested. You know, personally, I've had enough of it. I don't feel very safe in America right now. Now, notice, what's the one word I haven't mentioned? virus. I didn't mention the virus in any of that, did I? I mentioned our leadership, our separation among people. We've got some separation with Black Lives Matter. We've got our normal separation between men and women, and we've got our normal separations between, you know, those that are challenged and those that aren't. And when I say that, I mean, you know, people with disabilities and whatnot. Right now, we have a very serious issue. We have multiple issues. And I think there's those out there that are really depending on our leadership to kind of get their crap together, if you will, and straighten some of this out. And I just don't, I don't foresee that happening. I think there's always going to be a divide among people because what the virus has created is two groups of people. Well, let's say three groups of people. Let's be a little more clear and a little more fair. Let's say three groups of people. You've got 
those that want to take the safe route, they want to shut things down, then you've got those that open it up, open it up at all costs. I want my money. I want my money. I got to have my money. And then you got those that are somewhere in between that are saying, oh, partially open it. You know, partially open it. I can go back to work and the people that don't feel they can stay safe, they can stay at home. But don't ask me to help support nobody. I'm seeing selfish America. And so far, selfish America's winning out. I'm a little fired up about that. I was not raised to be selfish. I have and will give somebody the shirt off my back. Right now, America is selfish. I'm seeing posts, I want a new governor. I want a new president. You know what? You got what you got and you need to learn to live with it. You need to learn to adapt. You, being one person, are not going to rebel against the group. You're not going to stand up and change it. You had your chance to vote. You voted. What you found out was maybe no matter what side you sat on, everybody didn't agree. So maybe what you wanted won, maybe what you wanted didn't win. But point is, we're all in this together. But this group over here, they want their money. This group over here, they want, they want to keep America safe. The group in the middle says, give me a little both. But don't ask me to help nobody that chose to be safe. We can just let them lose everything over there because they're not like me. I'm not donating any money to that. I'm not going to help them pay them bills because really and truly what I believe is they should be out here working. And that's not cool. This is very un-American. We have become selfish. You want your cell phones. You want your laptops. You want your cars. You want your big house. You want to be able to party with your friends. You know, go out and make your Facebook pictures look good. Or make everybody think you're the perfect little family. That's the games that's being played right now. Nobody's being real. And really and truly, nobody cares about those that are struggling. And I know there's a select few out there that care about people that are struggling and, and, and you're reaching out. But what I'm saying is that number is not high enough. It's not. You're sitting out there reaching out, reaching out, reaching out, but you're 10 people reaching out, giving it all you got. And everybody else is looking at you going, why are you helping those people? But see, it works the other way around. It works the other way around. When your loved one is laying on that bed and you're having to say goodbye via cell phone or you can't go in there and see your loved one, feels a little different, doesn't it? Maybe you should have wore that mask. Maybe you should have helped somebody else. Because now you're the one losing. And I hope nobody loses. But the reality is that's what's happening right now. 
We're losing thousands of people a day. Thousands are getting infected. And you're right. For some people, there's no symptoms at all. But let's play the lottery here. Go buy a ticket. Your odds of winning are very low. But if it is your day to win, it's a great thing, right? What if it's your day to lose to the virus? What if you lose more than one family member? What about the little kid on CNN the other night that people were getting together to throw him a birthday party because he lost both his parents? I get that you don't feel that it may not affect you, but give a damn about somebody else. But you can't do that. You can't do that. When really and truly, I think some of you just want to sit at home and live off the government and let them pay your unemployment checks. I got a solution to that for you. Because no matter what, everybody that is able. Now, I get that the disabled and the elderly may not be able. I'm not holding anything against them. But anybody that's able should be contributing to society. So, here's the deal. You're unemployed. You get three months. After three months, two, two to three job applications a week, then you get your benefits. First job application that hires you, whether it be manual labor or typist or janitor or construction worker or whatever the case might be, you go to work. Go to work. Maybe you don't lose your benefits there. Maybe your benefits cut back for a little while. Why is it cutting back? Because, like I said, everybody's worried about the big house. Everybody's worried about being able to go out and throw their little parties. Everybody's worried about being able to buy the new iPhone, the new Xbox. The kids want the laptops. Well, you know what? Maybe you have to downsize. Maybe it's time to say, no, kids. Mom and daddy's got to pay the bills. That's the way my parents grew up. That's the way my grandparents grew up. Maybe this is the good Lord's way of trying to revert time back to where it's supposed to be and kind of straighten some things out in this world if you're a believer in God. It's a bad way to do it, but maybe that was his only choice. Maybe we need to downsize and start living with the basics. I'm not saying you, you can't have nice things. I'm not saying you can't have the nice iPhone or Android phone or a nice ring on your hand or, uh, you know, drive a nice car. But maybe we've got to back up and learn how to pay for the essentials. Instead of having a big house, can you make it work in a smaller house? 
Smaller houses tend to bring families closer together because they've had no no choice and no way to get apart from each other. Think about that. Could you do that? Maybe instead of driving a car that's brand new and $60,000, maybe you drive one that's five years old and $25,000. Stop worrying so much about your social status and worry about putting food on your table. Worry about putting power in your house. Worry about water in your house. Worry about your medical bills. I, like I said, I'm not saying don't have nice things. But you have to put your priorities first. And if you took that first job, put your priorities first. Make it work. Well, I can't make it work with two kids. I, I'm sure you can't. But can you get a little closer by downsizing? Can you get a little closer by working two jobs? People don't want to work. At least the labor jobs anyway. Now, if you're a business owner sitting out there, I got some respect for you. Business owner's a tough job, but if you're a business owner, you're also a talented person. You probably know a lot of things and you're good with the workforce. So here's my idea for you. You can't sit on your butt for month after month after month after month after month and expect the governor or the government to support your business. You can't do it. So, you get six months of whatever help, unemployment, whatever your business is that you can get. But guess what? After six months, if you're not open, back to the workforce for you. Same rules as before. A few job applications a week. First job you get, you take. If you can get your business back later, great. Because what we have to realize is everybody's lost something in this deal. Whether it be our health, whether it be the ability to pay bills easier, whether it be a family member, whether it be a business, we've all sacrificed something. But we've got too many people out there fussing that life is not what it used to be before the pandemic. What if life doesn't return to what it used to be before the pandemic? I'm telling you people, you better start learning to adjust. Make the adjustment. We're going to have to. America has always been the place that could adapt. Look how many wars and soldiers we've sent off through the years, how they have adapted and America has never been defeated, right? But the people over here, amongst ourselves, we won't argue about senseless things. I don't get that. And I get that it's important to you. But you know what, if you've gotta choose 
whether to pay the iPhone bill and the Netflix bill versus paying something to keep a roof over your head and food in your stomach, what are you doing? What are you doing? Notice, nobody said anything about politics. Some people don't think the virus is real. Some people do. I said that earlier. But, this is the place we live. These are the circumstances we're under. Stop trying to defeat the system. Adapt to the system. Stop trying to get the system to play your game. We're not about playing games. We shouldn't be playing games with each other. We should be reaching out and helping each other and helping our fellow man. For example, here on the East Coast where I'm at, you let a hurricane come through here and everybody's out there. We're helping each other. We're dug in. We're giving it all we got. Our neighbors are in there. You know, strangers are in there. Natural disaster, we're there. Do we see anybody out helping people now? No, they're too busy arguing. When you want this, I'm not associating with you. And, and what gets me is, is all these social media posts that I see. Well, if you like Trump, unfriend me now. So you're going to judge somebody based on their political views. That's great. Or if you like Biden, unfriend me now. You're going to judge somebody on their political views. That's great. Were you really friends with them? Hard podcast to record, folks, because I've never judged somebody over one thing. I've had my heart broke. I've had my heart broke so many times I can't put it back together. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you some sob story. I could. I've got a few to tell. And a few that could be verified. But I always come out fighting. And I never judge a person. As they say, don't judge a book by its cover. Because I don't want somebody doing it to me. If you like Biden, great. If you like Trump, great. If we agree on political views, great. If we don't agree on political views, that's okay too. I won't push your, my belief on you. You don't push your belief on me. America has got to get back to looking at people, reaching out a hand and shaking a hand. That's where we've got to get to. We managed to get off of that path before the virus got here. Before Black Lives Matter started. We were already off the rails. What do we do to get back on the rails? I don't know. But I know we're far enough off these rails that we've got to do something. If we don't, 
we might see a civil war. At least according to my father and what his dad told him, it's possible, I would guess. We might see a war among ourselves. Then what are we going to do? People are out there fighting each other and destroying each other's business. I never understood what the benefit is of destroying your own stuff. There was a donut shop on the news. I believe somebody run into it or something and the guy had given up his life savings of $150,000 to get the donut shop ready to go. And you know when his donut shop was destroyed? On opening day. So I hope somebody has reached out to help this gentleman get his donut shop back together, realize his dream. I wouldn't mind owning a donut shop. Donuts are awesome. Anyway, I'm sure this podcast has made some people mad, and I, I apologize for that. That's not my style, but I have very strong feelings. I hope people can forgive me for that. And if you're watching me on social media or something and you hear this podcast and you go, well, because he said this, I'm not going to be his friend. Or because he said that, I'm not going to be his friend. That's okay. I understand. At least I know where we stand. I hope you can respect my opinions because I certainly respect yours. I hope we can work together because I'm certainly willing to work with you I wish we would start extending hands across the line and shaking hands instead of pointing fingers and ready to fight. I'm not going to edit this podcast. It was raw. It was original. I kind of like it. Every once in a while, I got to cut it loose. You know what I mean? It's what makes these things fun. Anyway... I try to put something out there positive every day. So for today, Saturday, be nice to each other. Make somebody in your world smile. Better yet, take an extra step. Make a stranger smile. You'll be glad you did. They'll be glad you did. And remember, these things are paid back 100%. Sometimes when you least expect it. Be an American, get back to the American way, help each other, the United States of America is what we're all about. Let's unite, get it done, beat this virus, get back to whatever world we're going to have, and move on to better things. It's not about politics, let's make it about people. Let's get back to the United States that together we can do anything. I believe that. You guys have a great day. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time. Leave me some comments. Let me know you watched. I appreciate you. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.